The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Everybody and welcome to a brand new episode of the Section 6 WrestleCast, your home for Section 6 Wrestling Talk, right here on the network at BICBP-radio.com. My name is Matt Johnson, your host, and today, uh, no more results, the season's done with, but we have our first series of interviews for you all, and I'm very excited to introduce our first, uh, we got a group here. It's, we got a full house right here in the, in the studios. Uh, first, I'm going to introduce Amafio Reynolds Jr. How are you, how are you bud? I'm good. You sleepy? You staying up late playing video games? Yeah. <laughs> uh, to my to my left, uh, Jaden Crumpler. Hello. How's it going, bud? Doing good. How are you? Good, good. And uh, joining me is uh, Mafia Reynolds Senior, or I just call him Moff. Uh, how you doing, Moff? All right, I'm good, man. How are you? I'm great, my friend. Welcome, 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 each and every one of you. Uh, congratulations, because everybody, you know, sectional champs, dad of a sectional champ. How are we feeling after this uh, this very strange season? Uh, pretty good. Turned out good. Yeah, I'd say so. I'd say so. How are you feeling, Jay? Uh, I'm feeling also pretty good because we're not supposed to have a season, but now I'll be able to wrestle and win a sectional title. It was pretty good. No, for sure. Now you, you know, Dad, Moff, uh, you know, kind of watching all this unfold. Was there, I know you and I have had some conversations this past year about the nervousness. Um, for you, who, you know, obviously you want your son to go on to college. This is 10th grade. This kind of is when they start looking at, at some of your, you know, the kids. Uh any nervousness about what this year could have looked like? Well, like Jaden said, we, we had a season. It was looking like it wasn't going to be one. So whatever results came from it, it came from it. wasn't really nervous about it. Right. But at the same time, we didn't know what to expect because so many people over the pandemic era jumped weights. And, you know, it was just hard to predict who was going where and right. who you were going to wrestle and so whatnot, you know. But no, not really nervous. Okay, yeah, I mean, hey, I'm elated that we all got to have a season. It, it was, uh, you know, Erie really, County. I know was really close to not having one. We we, we talked about that, but um, but yeah. So you do you two had a very big weekend. Uh, well, now two weeks ago, uh, winning sectional champions. You both placed last year at the bright. You took second. You took what third? Third. third? Okay. Now, Junior, we'll start off with you. What was it? What was it like to kind of? I guess in a way, exercise those demons, right? You, you you know how good you are, right? You wildcarded the states last year, yeah. at that. How good did it feel for you to kind of be like, okay, I got this, you know, this is this is I'm the sectional champion and I deserve this. What'd that feel like? Yeah, last year it was like, it was basically the same as this year. Like I was the one seed, uh, the kid I wrestled in the finals, I beat him the week before at class. But this year, I feel like I was just less nervous because last year, like. Being in the finals and like just everybody watching you, it, it puts a lot of pressure on you. Yeah. So this year, it just, uh, I just like tuned everybody out and just wrestled uh, um, the best I could wrestle. So, no, you had a very good bracket. All right. So you started off, you pinned uh, Sawyer Dickinson of Kenmore in four minutes, 55 seconds. 
Uh, then you be- beat AJ Didas of Clarence six to one and one over Travis Browning from Frontier nine to eight. So a pretty good tournament. Uh, who pushed you the most in this bracket? Um, in the bracket, it was probably Travis. Travis. Yeah, it was just back and forth, back and forth, like just always on go. Like you couldn't, I couldn't like be tired. It wasn't room for error. Like it was the the match was nine eight, so. Uh, one more error, it could have went a totally different way. Right. Uh, you wrestled Travis before, or is this the first time? Uh, no, I wrestled him in eighth grade at a Will North tournament. Okay. All right, very cool. Always kind of cool to see those things. You look, you look back, you see, hey, I wrestled this kid years ago, and now you're meeting for a sectional title, which is which is really cool. Um, yeah, I mean, it, your perspective on, on his tournament so far. I know we had some talks, and, and he, had, he had a great second half of the season. Um, you want to give your perspective on that? Um, <laughs> With him, he was talking to me, boy. Before I... <laughs> um, what, what happened with him, he started the season okay. Right. Like, we know his potential. I know his potential. I knew it, yeah. We were working out, you know, when the p- pandemic first hit, and he got big, he got strong. His confidence was through the roof. I mean, he walked around – like he was that guy, and it's not not arrogant. He was just real confident, and yeah. you need that in his sport. Absolutely. And <clears throat> before the season came up on us, he kind of fell off working out. He stopped pretty much. He would go out there here and there to appease me. You know, I'm at work a lot. Yeah. He'll send me a video of him working out. It might be once a month. So he lost that strength. You lose it. Right. And at the same time as the strength went, his confidence. He didn't realize it. He thought he can go right into the season with all that everything that he had worked up to. And when he got there, he realized, okay, now you're wrestling these heavier people. They're stronger than him, which he's a really strong kid. So I was kind of shocked too, but it was very noticeable. Right. And then, you know, he realized that that he he's not where he's supposed to be. And coming off of the season that he had last year, he felt he had a lot of pressure on his shoulders, you know, now that Willie was gone. Right. He was, a, you know, coming from states last year, so a lot of pressure was on him. But he got a reality check that, you know, it's not a one and done. You can't work out now and just think you're going to skate through the season. So he had a reality check, and it was hard for him. He had to clear his head, you know. So he did a couple things where after he lost a match where they bumped him up two weight classes, he asked me to take him to the gorge. He ran a gorge four times up and down. And from that point, I seen – the confidence you know because right. he yeah because a couple matches prior to that he was he was winded I've, I've only seen him be winded he been wrestling since he was three i seen him be winded twice in his life and when he got winded in that one match i was shocked so i think all over when he went in random stairs it just it proved to him okay i can still do this you know so the confidence came back, and it was perfect timing because he wrestled great the rest of the season. He did. He did. So. We were watching videos in the break room one day. I was getting nervous. The bosses are going to you know, get a little get a little mad, but it's my. It's, we're good. Yeah, they we're don't. Good. They, don't they, they don't cross me. <laughs> no, I was protected. Uh, and for those who want to, uh, Willie, as in uh, Willie McDougal, who graduated from Niagara Falls last year, uh, he was, you know, obviously all-time wins leader and stuff. And, and him leaving, did, you know, it did leave a bit of a void. But uh, for, for Junior over here, you know, that we big group of seniors. But you were probably one of the most experienced ones on the team at this point. Um, and obviously went the furthest last year. So when did you realize, like, uh, when did you realize, like, what happened that made you realize that, okay, maybe I got to change up what I'm doing, like, like your father was saying? Um, I, I took a, a tough loss 
uh, at our new fame duel, and it just it just showed me that I wasn't doing enough because I don't think I should have lost that kid, but it's in the past. So, but that that loss was like it was either do or die. Like right. I either do something and help me like finish my season, or I just do nothing and who knows really how to go. No, it, it's important. I'm like I'm glad that you that you came to realize that because there's a lot of kids uh, that you know they take tough losses and they just let it eat them alive, right? You yeah. you I have only known one. I mean I've known plenty of kids, but directly like one other one other student athlete that took a bad loss and goes, hey, you know I I I, I know what I got to do to get to the next level, and that was Lathal Seuss a couple years ago when I was coaching at Loopport. So to hear that. You know th- that you were willing to do that was huge, especially mid-season, right? Mid-season adjustments are difficult, and especially when the when the season's not very long as right. it is. Uh, and 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 yeah, I we watched. I think it was the Wheatfield dual match, right? Uh, mm-hmm. We had the Wheatfield dual match, and you were just all over this kid, and you know, just a huge, huge, just just a night and day difference. I always knew you had like this killer instinct in you, and I wasn't seeing it when I was doing commentary. So it was really refreshing to see uh, the videos of your dual matches. So kudos for you on that uh, on that big turnaround. Thank you. Now, uh, Jaden, I know we're a little quiet over there. <laughs> uh, let's talk about your bracket. Let me just pull it up here. Where did it go? Where did it go? Okay, 110-pound champion. You were the 2C coming into it. You started off with a 50-second pinfall over Quinlan Lyle. And uh, then you got a 5-minute, 28-second pinfall over, no, oh, teammate Deshad Bumpers. So um, let me ask you that. That's always I've always found that to be a tough thing to do when you have to face square off against a teammate, um, especially something with sections. And at the college level, if you were the starter, you automatically just won by forfeit. They kept it. They end trip used to do it that way. Um, what, what was it like for you to have to kind of, especially you know, I mean, he's just only a year ahead of you. But what was it like, um, you know, the, the the mentality going into a match like that? Um, I really we were on different sides of the brackets like a day before, so we just found out that uh, he was going to be wrestling me in the semis. So I don't know. It's kind of tough because. We both want to win. We both want to, uh, yeah, win. So right, it's kind of tough, like wrestling teammates. It's it, it, yeah, it's been happening more often. I think in the last like ten years, you've been you've been actually able to put two people mm-hmm. from a team, two wrestlers in, on a team in the same bracket, and it's caused a lot of stuff. I mean, a couple years we watched uh, Willie and Josh McCoy go head to head, and and all this stuff, and it was just like, oh, well, you know, what do you do right. <laughs> as a coach? What what do you do? Uh, but you did defeat your teammate. You guys cool? Everything cool? Yeah, we're cool. Good. That's important. And then you finished off, uh, in, I'm guessing, the way that it's written, sudden victory, overtime, 6-4, to four, over Brennan Dellinger of Williamsville, uh, north and east. So let's talk a little bit about that matchup. Uh, how'd that go for you? Have you wrestled Dellinger before? Yeah, I was confident going into the match because about four months ago in the summer, we wrestled. I beat him by like five or six points. So I was more confident going into the finals match. I thought I could win. The only thing that was kind of holding me back was that he was older and probably a little bit stronger. Right. But I knew my technique was better, and yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, it paid off well. Now you had a, a little auspicious start to the season as well. How did uh, how did you overcome, I guess, adversity to make the season work as well as it did? And and, and what happened, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, I had a heart murmur, so I had to uh, get checked like a couple times by the doctors. 
so that made me start mid-season. But uh, coming in, I was just working extra hard, pushing myself, going to the gym after practices, and Junior pushing me in practice, helping me uh, get ready and get uh, right. So Good. These so two. Not, probably known each other since they were young, right? Yeah, all through youth. All definitely. through youth. They'll, yeah. We'll definitely get to that. Definitely good friends and teammates, and they, they know how to you know work each other. A lot of junk talking between the two of them. <laughs> I'm sure all good. good spirit. You need that. You do. You do. That makes that definitely makes it fun. You have to have like it's just so important to have that you know competitive that, against competitive, each other. Yes, yeah, so a competitive That's partner. Great. I had Kenny Hamilton back in the day. He was a genetic freak, and I, I, I have to say that he pushed me to the level to you know pushed me enough to to help me get to the next level. Um, you know, you see some of these guys that are just like a one one star studded team. You know, one star wrestler on a team, and you know they're traveling for practices and whatnot. And sometimes if they stick around, it, it can almost hinder their growth. So it's important for you guys to kind of battle back and mm-hmm. forth, and um, and so on and so forth. Now, you guys worked out. Did both of you work out work out with Willie uh, last year? Or the last couple of years. Yeah. What. Uh, We'll start with you, uh, Jaden. Uh, what what do what did you learn from working out with Willie all the time? Um, Willie's like a big leader, and um, he taught me a lot of things like technique, moves. Uh, I don't know. He was like well. I I I think I know where you're going with it. it would, yeah. You know, just uh, set like an example for you, and I guess as far as work ethic goes. Okay. Yeah. All right, Junior. How about you, bud? Uh, Willie. Yeah, he was a good role model. He was like, if it was anybody that like, I would look up to, and that's not like, like my dad or somebody, it would probably be Willie, because his work ethic is just, like, even on a team with like fifty kids, or even that like sectionals practice, you can just tell like. Who, was, who could be the hardest worker in the room, and it was always Willie. Like, and it could be the little stuff like wall touches, not even just wrestling, just like wall touches, push-ups. He would always like go above and beyond to be like the best he can be. And that's just somebody uh, who like even wildcarding the sectionals. It was somebody like good. It was somebody good to look up to, cause he trying to follow him it made me better it made me like work harder and he pushed me and he probably didn't even know so yeah all right so that's cool you guys keep in touch with him a little bit yeah good 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 uh you know you you've been watching this team for a long time you've you've even you've known willie and his family for a long time uh what was it like for your your junior and Jaden? what was it like for you your perspective to kind of see them get to work with somebody like willie throughout the years it, it was great because willie was just always a. Uh, uh, a standout guy, good, good, quiet kid. You yeah. know, as he developed more through the high school level, he was a little more outspoken. Put it like that. Right. You know, he's real modest, mo- real humble, oh. and I, that's I think that's the biggest thing I like that rubs off on these kids. Like Jaden Jr., they're both real humble. Right. You know, you can be good and talk smack, but you know, once you you win, you win. You lose, you lose, and that's my motto. But of course, we want to win, but. Willie, he was just, he was a excellent role model. Even now when I see him, I tell him, man, get in junior ear. You know, when he was going through his funk this past season, I said, you need to talk to him. He's going through a little funk right now. Yeah. You know, he was like, I, t- I talked to him at practice, this, that, and other. So I, there's plenty of times I told him he needed to talk to these guys, you know, and I could always depend on him. 
That's very so good. It's because he left. He left and went to the next level at college. He's still a big part of this team. You know, right. these guys still look up to him. He come back and he's showing what he learned. You know, so the Willie McDougal era in this area is still ongoing. You know, no, that's and, and that's I, I want to see it develop out of these guys right here. You know, they work. They work. You know, if it's somebody they they can look up to that can push them, that's the guy. No, for sure. That, that that's it. even like Willie here. I'm like what 10 years is you know the 10 years older than him probably at least uh i've always found inspiration in that it's one of those just things that just kind of you pass along you pass along to the next generation and uh and such so you guys were also uh you got to you know the the conclusion of coach giancola's reign of terror as head coach at niagara falls uh what was it like transitioning from uh coach giancola to, to coach egan this year what was different um, things that you like that Coach Egan maybe have done differently. What what were some of those aspects? Because that, that's that we're I'm trying to get Egan on and Egan McCoy and another Egan uh, maybe hopefully this week at some point. So, but I'd love to hear your guys' perspective of the, the little changing of the guard. Um, the practices are just they're different. I mean, it it's the same as last year, but like, G he was a he was a good coach, but he was like he was mental like. He would get in your head, make you, like, go harder no matter what. <laughs> you could be dead, and he would just get up and push you. And it's a good way of pulling the best out of you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He just wanted you to be the best you can be. Egan, he's a he's a good, like, technical coach. I'd say that he probably showed me more, like, technique, and it probably helped me. But, um, yeah. It, they but, both bring separate things to the table. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, that, that, that's the thing. I, I was fortunate where I had to have, I got to have Coach Martinez, you know, throughout throughout my entire tenure. And Me too. Giancola. Oh, hey, you're, you're a LaSalle alumni, right? That's right. You, you gave me the nod one time. I brought that custom LaSalle single to the PowerCast tournament. You're like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is pretty fun. So, um, very good. Jaden, what was your uh, perspective on it all? Um. The difference between Coach G and Coach Egan, like Junior said, uh, G uh, is more like in your head, mental, pushes you more. But Egan, I feel like his practices are harder. He gets you more in shape. Right. Uh, A little bit of the physicality aspect. Okay. Yeah, from like last year, uh, I feel like uh, I get drained more matches. I get more tired of matches. But I feel like Egan practices help me like last longer, more stamina. So I feel like that's the difference between them. Okay, very good. I know Egan was very excited to you know to get his opportunity to take over. Uh, let's pull it back now a little bit. We'll go back to start going we'll transition towards your guys' youth days. Uh, for you, so we'll start with you, Moff. Though, what what was it like? Uh, you know, th- this this run you went from coaching, you know, coaching him in every single match. You still coach from the stands. Not um, really, I, a little I, bit. I shout a couple <laughs> things here and there, but I tried. You're very proud in a, in a respectful way. Yeah, you're not like you know. My mom, get him, Matthew, and and <laughs> yeah, I remember you know. I was coaching you. You did, you did a little bit. It's crazy, crazy how uh, man, time flies. Yeah. But uh, what's it been like for you to kind of you know, maybe take a, take a step back in a sense and, and kind of let the high school coaches, uh, Egan McCoy, Gene Cola, uh, and all of them kind of do 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 the other, you know, do that part. It was easy because I feel like I got him where he needed to be to go there, and once. You know, as a father, being in, uh, in a youth sport, you know, it's all you coaching. Right. Well, you know, if I was a coach at the club, so it was all me But and the other coaches. But, you know, once you get to this level, you got to let it go. Yeah. You know, you just got to let the reins go. And all I can do is, you know, still push them at home or whatever and talk to them and get them physically ready. That's my thing now anyway. 
So it, it wasn't hard. It wasn't hard to let go. It's no. It's it's definitely yeah that. That is one of those important things. Yeah, you're very. I mean, you're you're still hands on home, right? You guys are yeah. doing the extra workouts and stuff, but, um, but yeah, it's, it, it seems a lot of fathers that I've noticed are, are taking that transition very very well. Yeah, and then then even coming from youth, you know, I was with Donnie McCoy. Right. You know, I knew the Egans forever. We wrestled back before. You know, so it's just it's just an ongoing family type thing. You right. Know? So it, here you go, <laughs> your turn. <laughs> That's really cool. No, that's uh, that's that's good. I think it's good for good. I mean, he's getting the best of both worlds. He's getting what their perspective is and your perspective is on the wrestling. But um, let's go back to your guys' start. I, I know it was a long time ago for you. Um, maybe we could start off with you, Moff, about when you knew the time was right to get Junior ready. And obviously, you know Crumpled for a long time too. Mm-hmm. When he came about, when when did you know it was the right time and age to kind of get him uh, get him going with this? Well, I was coaching like way back when you were wrestling and before so it was just i was coaching and i never had a kid to wrestle i right. was wrestling and then when he was born you know of course i took a couple of years off from the power cats and i remember i ran into rick sweeney at red lobster one day and i think junior was like one or two okay so i said when he turned around two i'll start bringing him down to the club just to watch and one day i brought him down he was he was three I would start bringing him down just to watch. And Andrew Schomers, never forget, was the first one to get him on the mat, get in front of him, do a takedown on him. And it, it looked at so much fun for him. So I took him home, told his mother, you know, I think I'm going to throw him in a tournament. Yeah. The tournament was that weekend, and he won it. Well, he won his first match. This was at three years old, you know. It's amazing. Just rolling around. Yeah, but, it was, it but was, having fun. And from that point on, it was just, let's go. Right. You know. Do you remember when uh, when did Jaden start coming around? Jaden came, I want to say, a year or two later. Okay. And he came in like a wrecking ball. He was just an animal. He was like, "Who is this kid?" You know, <laughs> he he, I thought he was wrestling somewhere else. You know, right. He came in. He was real strong. He was technical. You know, he paid attention. So it was it was the beginning was, that's when the power cast was just unstoppable. Right. You know, no, constantly at the top of every every you know local youth tournament around. No, yeah. without a doubt. I mean, they they you could take these two. They pushed each other. They didn't know they were pushing each other. Yeah. Back then, it was they were just battling, you know, and practicing. He'll get him. He'll start crying. It, I mean, we had other kids, you know, <laughs> Logan Hasley. It was just a oh, bunch yeah. of them that was all in the mix, and they just always went at it. And it, it just they don't understand where that helped them get now or developed them. Right. You know. So the two of these. I mean, I. I Jaden is like Jaden's a family member to me. Yeah, you know, me right. And his dad super tight. You know, he come over when he wants, stay the night, whatever. So, it's just I I got big expectations for the both of these guys. Good. So to see both of them win it together this year, it was amazing. How cool is that? How cool but is from that? From youth, they, they he Jaden came in and he was just on fire. Now, did your dad wrestle, Jaden? Do you have any family members that wrestled? Uh, my dad did dress. No, my dad didn't wrestle. He played basketball, but my uncle Rashad Rashad Evans, he wrestled. He's your uncle. He wrestled when he was in high school. Oh, dear God. That is awesome. <laughs> That's really good. Rashad's a legend. I would love to be able to interview him someday. Uh, I, I I grew up just hearing nothing but good things. Like going to Power Cats when I was ninth or 10th grade, and uh, Coach Sweeney just, you know, at Rashad Evans, you know, UFC and all this stuff. So that's really cool. That's that's a really cool family tie. Um, did he have, I mean, any influence, or has he helped your career at all, your wrestling career? Uh, I know he's been a busy guy. Uh, I would say yeah. Sometimes yeah, he teaches me some stuff. Good. But uh, 
Not not really. <laughs> Mostly my dad. I gotcha. I gotcha. That's very cool. That's very cool. Now, when, you know, obviously you guys are doing this, right? Your, your dad brings you along for this. Your dad brings you along for that. When did you guys realize, do you remember when you guys realized you loved wrestling? Junior, we'll start off with you. Well, when that like first moment, you're like, you know what? I think I could do this for a long time. Um, probably like, um, okay. So like, in in youth, it was just like I just kept doing it because I was good and I just I was good at it. I loved it, but I don't I don't think I really like got into it until like eighth grade. Cause okay, that's when like things got serious, like. In youth, you could just win tournaments, and yeah, you forget about it. But now it's like it's things matter, like winning sectionals, going to states, placing at states. So I wouldn't say I like I like really got into like wrestling and like took it took it serious until like eighth grade. Okay, was there a specific match that that happened, or just the just the just being a part of the program in, in Niagara Falls? Just being a part of the program. Like uh, when I was in eighth grade, our team was really good. Like. That's when it was like uh, Willie, Josh McCoy, Mike Snowden, and all of them. Like just looking up to all of them, and um, like seeing what they were doing. I wanted to be, I w- yeah, I wanted to be like them. You know, I was like, I was way younger than them. Like when I was in eighth grade, they were graduating. So yeah, like uh, just following in their footsteps, like helped. Like it played a big part. Yeah, it's a good group. Uh, Coach G used to call them the Minions, but a great group of uh, yeah. great group of dudes to kind of look up to. Jada, what about you, buddy? When did it first click for you? When did you like? Okay, wrestling is what I want to do. That's got to be my sport. Um, I, I think I, when I first started, uh, like loving wrestling is the first year I won states. I was like forty six pounds. Okay. Uh, I actually won it with. I can't just, remember when I weighed forty six pounds. So good for you. Yeah. Good for you. I actually. <laughs> I actually won it with Justin McDougal, so just okay. seeing winning it with him just like made it seem. Uh, I don't know. I can just like. You wanted to follow in his footsteps in a way. Yeah. I got you. I got you. Now you both are. I know you do football. Uh, do you do football as well, Jaden? Yeah. So you guys are both multi-sport athletes. Um, his. How do you balance it? Because it's—I'm sure it can be a lot sometimes. And uh, you know, I've seen unfortunately a lot of kids fall to burnout at, at, at times. Um, actually, we'll start off with you. How, how do you? What's the perfect way to kind of balance mul- playing multiple sports uh, for as a parent? It's, it was tough, but I just wanted to give them opportunities that I didn't have. Right, like Junior. He he played football. We would leave football practice. He would go to boxing. He boxed. Boxing helped his his wrestling big time. Footwork. Yep. Right. And, you know, and at the same time, he was playing baseball. We would – seasons, he never had a break. It was wrestling, right in the football. No, football, right in the wrestling, wrestling, right in the baseball. He'll get two or three weeks off, and we right back to baseball. Right. And he did that all the way up until maybe two years ago. And then when we he jumped into boxing for – a short period of time, and the coaches coaches loved him. He said he was a natural. He wanted to keep throwing him in the in the fights, but he just wanted to do it for the sport of it, you yes, know, for the ex, extra um, exercise and stuff. But it, it was never hard because when he said it was enough, he didn't want to do something besides wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was cool with it. You That's know? good. Okay. So it, it was, 
I just wanted to give them the opportunities that I'd ever had. Yeah. You know, didn't have a, not going to get into all that, but. Right, right. I just didn't have the, even the money, even the means to do it, you know. So I just don't ever want them to say, oh, I'm, I might have, could have been this. Right. right. No I'm regrets. I'm going to give you them opportunities. No regrets. And know? that's the best thing I think a parent can do for their yeah. kid. So that's really good. So he, he was, he was, you know, not, he was willing. He was a willing. Uh, yeah. All he's, the way. he's an athlete, you know. Yeah. I had it took a, a while for him to realize he was an athlete. It's not just I'm just putting you in this to keep your your time occupied. Because right. when he played baseball, guess what? I was a coach. Right. When he when he first started playing football, I was a coach. You were involved. So yes. my time and my money was well invested. Right. You know. You know, and everything he did, I was there. I didn't miss nothing. That's good. No, that, that's. I thank my dad for that every day. My parents were so good about traveling to tournaments mm-hmm. and stuff like that. You know, and, and, and sometimes I felt weird because, like, some of the other kids, they didn't. Their parents, you know, didn't show up to yeah. stuff, and, and whatever it, it, it happens. But um, I definitely. I mean, to this day, it's been ten years since I've done you know high school, college, rest, anything. And they always showed up, and, and man, it means the world to me. So I think it's really cool. It. Every single bit. My dad would take off work on a Friday. Bosses wouldn't care, but he would come on the bus. He'd stay in the hotels, and he just he'd supervise. And it was the, it was it was a real it was just a really cool thing. Off season yeah. tournaments, all that stuff. Wherever there was traveling, he was there. Yeah. Uh, Jaden, what about you, bud? How do you balance everything? And aside from football and wrestling, what else do you do? Uh, I just football and wrestle, and just like go to the gym. But football and wrestling are different seasons, so. Like it's kind of balanced. Okay, there. good. Wh- which one do you like more? Wrestling. Okay, cool. Junior, what about you? Um, <laughs> I would say, uh, yeah, I like wrestling more. But football is just like, I mean, yeah, I take it serious, but it's more of like a a fun thing. Like I do it because I I like doing. It, I'm good at it, and it's just it's fun. Wrestling is more serious. Like I I have a goal, so yeah, I would say like. Wrestling is more like serious, and um, football I can just—it's not a break, but it's definitely not wrestling. Right, right. No, that that is for sure. Wrestling is a lifestyle. I think football is just—you can kind of show up and see. You can to an extent show up in season and kind of do your thing. Yeah. Um. All right. So you guys uh, did pretty well with that throughout your youth stint. Uh, what was the hardest part of transitioning from? Was there a hard part of transitioning to the high school wrestling aspect? Of all this. Um. Uh, all right, my first year, I was like 10, 15 pounds lighter than everyone. Right. So going into the season was like pretty tough because everyone was bigger than me. So I took a couple losses that season, but that was like my hardest transition. It, it picked up after that, though, right? Yeah. Good. Yeah, it, it's, you know, I, I didn't do youth and like I didn't do the off season stuff. I, I only started wrestling in eighth grade. So when I discovered, like, uh, I think I started off with a Niagara Pal, and then Sweeney pulled me over to Powercast, and I was doing that for for a period of time. Um, you know, you kind of it, it, it's 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 a little different. It's 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 very strange. But um, Junior, what about you? What was the hardest thing about transitioning to high school? Wrestling. Uh, the hardest thing is probably is probably wrestling like without my dad. Like it was like. I'm used to him just yell, like being in the corner, yelling, listening to him. But it was listening to coaches and like even being at practices without him. Like sometimes I would goof off in practice and he would just yell at me and I would I would <laughs> I would like do it right. But uh, yeah, it was definitely like wrestling without him. Like him not being around at practices or just not in the corner. But at, like over time, I got used to it. 
I see. I see. So, I mean, you guys have had done really good so far. You're only in tenth grade, which is which is the you know the absolute amazing thing. Um, off season, how much? I mean, how much? How many matches would you guys say are like the best way to go for an off season with wrestling? Because obviously, I think that's what separated you a lot from some of the other um, wrestlers in the local areas. The, the emphasis on on off season wrestling. You guys have been doing it since you were little. Um, how much do you like to do, and how much? How much do you recommend? I guess how much do you recommend for them as far as offseason wrestling goes? Me, I just, I mean, if if a tournament pop up and we can do it, then we'll do it. Right. I'm not gonna, you know, force it or anything. But if the option, the we have the option there. If it's there, you know, anytime something come up, like if Jaden father call me and let me know it's a tournament, if we can do it, we'll do it. Right. You know, I'll, I'll nine times out of ten, I'll ask him if you want to do it. If you don't, I'm not pushing them because. We still going to get our work in, right? Regardless if we do those tournaments or not, you know, we're going to work. It's never going to be just sitting down and doing nothing. He plays his game way enough time, <laughs> so you know. But he, like I, I, I mentioned a tournament to him, and nine times out of ten he want to do it, so good. we do it. Good, good, good. Um, I, I guess I mean we'll we'll start to head towards wrapping this thing up a little bit. Uh, you know, going into the season, right, the the COVID season, um, what 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 did you guys do to keep busy? I know there's a lot of people wrestling at you know barns and stuff. People set up like makeshift barns and stuff. Uh, what did you guys do to keep yourself, I guess, mentally and physically as prepared as you possibly could be? Uh, Junior, we'll start off with you. Um, well. When we didn't think there was going to be a wrestling season, we were already, like, in our football season. Right. So that was – that played a big role. So I, we weren't just going into wrestling, like, just dry and, like – like, we kept our cardio up for in football. But, uh, yeah, like, the barn, going to Bison, those played, like, a big part. Uh, going to the barn, learning from uh, Kellen Devlin, that was – he taught me a lot in, like, a short period of time. So that was – yeah, Kellen's a wealth of knowledge. Was it? Uh, we had Hassan, I think Hassan Dobbins on here. Yeah, Hassan Dobbins here last year, and he was talking about working with Kellen. He said he did like so so much for his career. Then, right, where did he where did he go to college at? It was a big university, NC State. Was it NC State? Okay, yeah. He he popped up out of nowhere like shortly after I graduated, and he was like, what, he ended up being like one of the best Section Six wrestlers of all time. Uh, Jaden, how about you, bud? What did you do to kind of stay mentally and physically uh, prepared for for wrestling throughout the, throughout this COVID quarantine, you know, pandemic era? Um, going to the barn uh, helped me keep like my cardio and stuff up. Wrestling around like Illinois, Indiana, wrestling the tougher kids helped me uh, like keep my strength and get better and helped me going into the season. Good. No, that's the way to do it. Like it's just just repetition, just repetition. Um, I guess you know. Now that you guys are defending sectional champions, is there any? Do you put any extra pressure on yourself uh, for this upcoming year to kind of be ahead, be ahead of the curve? Because now you guys got. I mean, in a sense, you almost have targets on your back uh, amongst the you know wrestlers in your weight class. Is there any extra pressure on you, or you just just keep doing what you do? Um. Uh, I would say last year, I no coming into this year, I like I put way too much pressure on myself, and now I just you just go out there and wrestle like the best you can. So I wouldn't say I would put more pressure, but I would just just wrestle. No, that's good. Just be junior. That's yeah. what that's what it's all about. Jaden, what about you, buddy? Any extra preparation this year for uh, you know for to defend your sectional title? 
Uh, I want to say there's no pressure. Uh, I'm just keep doing what I do, working out, uh, going to wrestle outside the state, wrestling tough for kids, and I should be another Section Six title next year. Good man. I love I love the uh, the, uh, the the positivity coming from you guys. I believe in you fully. Uh, we'll close it up. Uh, just some you know a couple little questions. Uh, who did this? We'll start off with Junior. Uh, who up to this point has pushed you to be the best version of yourself? Uh, definitely my dad. Good. Even if I didn't want to, he would push me no matter what. So it definitely. Good. Now, aside from your dad, maybe an opponent, a teammate that has pushed you to be the best version of yourself? Uh, probably Jaden. He we wrestled throughout youth and even at uh, like our high school practices. We always just go with each other go with each other like to push each other and yeah probably him okay now aside from uh i mean obviously sectional title winning a sectional title is very cool aside from this do you have a favorite moment um throughout your wrestling your 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 life in wrestling you have a favorite moment whether it be a match whether it be i don't know just something goofy you did with your friends or whatever it may be um even it was just going to like going to states with my coaches and uh, with Willie, just watching him like, watching him win his second state championship like that, that was pretty cool. Just like, cause in practice we don't think about him being like a two-time state champ. We just think about him as Willie. Just Willie, like, right? Yeah. So watching him win it again, it was pretty cool. That's really cool. That's good. That's that's. I love to hear stuff like that. Just being excited for others' accomplishments because there's far too many people in this world that are not like that. Uh, Jaden, what about you? Who has pushed you uh, the most to be the best version of yourself on on the mat? Uh, I would also say my dad because he's the one who got me into it, and we just been working nonstop since I was like four years old. And I'm guessing uh, Junior over here, uh, best best uh, non dad person. Yeah, we knew each other since like we were four, so we've been working with each other all this time and push each other. Good. Now, aside from, again, like I said, for Junior, winning sectionals is very, very cool. Any, like, proud moment you have uh, throughout your wrestling career? So far, I mean, like I said, you still got two full seasons of you at the high school level. Um, what, what, what's, what's been the, one of the highlights so far, aside from winning sectionals this past year? Uh, back to earlier, um, I think my proudest moment was my first year winning states when I was in youth. Right. That was, like, yeah, it's a favorite. huge No, it's a huge accomplishment. Definitely a huge uh, morale booster for sure. Um, Ma, if you want to say anything, I guess we're getting ready to wrap this up. Just uh, maybe some kind words for uh, some words for the boys, I guess. To uh, or just what, what what you you know, just how much you believe in them, I guess. In a way, oh, I got a ton of faith in them. I'm just looking forward. I'm ready for next season already. Yeah, that's good because I know with what they went through this year. You know, Junior with his little doubts that he had, Jaden with a late start. We working already. We working. I mean, when your son comes up to you and tell you. Dad, I need you to train me, you know, because he knew he fell off. I cut back on my overtime. We we working. That's right. all I'm going to say. We working. Good. And I expect, I know Jaden working too. We're going to end up working together. Last year during the pandemic when it first hit, we were all, me, these two, and his Jaden father, we were all in my garage grinding. We had a better workout in the garage at my house than what you do in the gym. Right. And we working. Good. So I expect next year to be – What's expected? Good. 
I really do. I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Win it, it and this time, this time actually getting to go to Albany and, and competing again, oh, yeah. which I'm excited for you guys for, for that opportunity to do both. So, gentlemen, I want to thank each and every one of you for coming here today. Hope you had fun. Thank Is that you. right? Yeah. Thank you. Not too bad. Not too bad. Podcast, it's, it's all right. Um, it's but I'm glad you guys liked it. Hope you enjoyed the pizza. Um, seriously, best of luck. I'm sure we're going to be talking again. Uh, whether it be next year or after your senior year, we're definitely going to be in touch. But yeah, best of luck to you boys. All right, keep up the good work. And uh, you know, from one Niagara Falls alumni to some current ones, I'm very, very proud of both of you. So, thank um, you. Thank absolutely, you. absolutely, thank guys, you. absolutely. So, listeners, thank you so much. We have a couple interviews lined up. We're going to be talking with uh, Cameron Catcherbone. Uh, coming up soon, and hopefully we get that interview with uh, the Niagara Falls coaching staff. We'll continue onwards. But thank you so much for tuning in, and uh, we'll talk to you next time right here on the Section 6 WrestleCast. Grocery shopping day. (laughs) Oh, hello, Mr. Cashier. Hello, Mrs. Card Pusher. Hello. How are you doing today? Let's see what the old wife put on the uh, the shopping list today. Let's see what. Um, let's see. Number one, we got a uh, Chris Hemsworth. Oh, that doesn't seem right. I don't. I don't think those they sell those here. Uh, must be some kind of mistake. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, Chris Evans. Oh boy, this is her celebrity crush list. Awkward. Don't be like this, husband and wife. There's only one place where a list like that belongs, and that's the Eat Sleep List podcast. You can hear us every Friday on BICBP-radio.com, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. 